Hi, you're listening to The Tradie Show, Together in Trade Business, the podcast for trade business and contracting bosses like you and your partner who want to make more profit, take back control and create a better lifestyle. Are you ready to fast track your freedom and have some fun? With your hosts, fellow trade business owners and husband and wife team, Andy and Angela Smith. Hey there, welcome to our brand new podcast, The Tradie Show, together in trade business. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Andy Smith, co-founder of Lifestyle Tradie and Dr. Drip Plumbing. I'm joined by my wife, Angela. Hey everyone, we're so excited to bring this podcast to you all. We've got some great things in store for you, so settle in because we've got trade business secrets to share. So what's this podcast about? That's a great question. We are trade business owners just like you and started our plumbing company, Dr. Drip, in the year 1999. Plus, we're a husband and wife team. We started this podcast to talk honestly about the struggles trade business owners face and share some proven tips and tools to get your trade business up to scratch so that you can make consistent profit and get your life back. Basically, have the freedom to choose. That's what we've been doing for the last 10 years is working with trade business owners across all trades, whether they're startup, looking to scale or perhaps preparing to sell. We've helped a great deal of incredible trade business owners do exactly that. That's right. Over the years, we've helped so many businesses in Australia and New Zealand. We've helped over a thousand businesses set their businesses up the right way and and gain success. So what are some of the things we've seen in the industry is that most tradies are set up to fail for three key reasons. And the number one reason is that TAFE only taught us the rules and regulations and they didn't really teach us how to be a business owner. And let me just explain that, you know, most of us, we go to TAFE and we learn our rules and regulation and our boss teaches us how to be good with our hands. And there's no doubt everyone listening out there believes they're an incredible tradie. But then what do we do? We get to a point and we go, well, hang on, I want to go out on my own what am I going to do? So you buy a nice new truck and you get some tools and you jump in your van or your ute and you go running down the road to your friends and your family and you pick up all this work. And for the first few months, you're thinking, this is absolutely incredible. And then all of a sudden you get to about the six month stage and you're like, wow, business is so different than I actually thought it would be. And it actually, then you start to realize, hang on a moment, no one has taught me how to run a successful business. And another reason tradies have been set up to fail is isolation, you know, making business decisions that start and stop with you, but you don't know what you don't know. And there's a real point that as a business owner, it's you and you only, and you need to make these tough decisions. But when you don't know the real answer and no one's really taught you how to do this, you become paralyzed and then you're afraid of making mistakes. So you don't make the decisions at all. And I know that a lot of us tradies have a lot of mates that you chat to. But most of the time, you can't talk about the real big issues with your mates, can you? You know, you might have a beer and say, how are you going? And most tradies really don't tell you the truth. They, oh yeah, I'm killing it. Life's good. I'm amazing. You know, they don't really talk about their struggles and what they've been through. And that's a real problem because if you don't know what you don't know and you're making the wrong choices or you're paralyzed and you don't make a choice at all, it is a real problem. 
The other one is your business model is wrong. <laughs> yeah, they don't teach this at, at TAFE, that's for sure. But it's like building a house. You've got to get the foundations of your house right from the very, very start. Because otherwise, if you build a house on on poor foundations, you know, when there's a storm or a cyclone or something brewing, there's a real good chance that when times are good, the house will stand. But when times get tough, the house will fall. And that's no different to most trade business owners. When you're making money and the economy's flying and you're feeling good about yourself, then you're doing okay. But it's when the dark clouds start appearing and the economy's not going so well is where most businesses fail. So when we talk about the business model, I try and look at it like a game of Trivial Pursuit. Now, I know I'm talking about when I was a kid, but a game of Trivial Pursuit is you run around the outside of the board collecting pieces of the pie. You need to collect six pieces of the pie. Once you've done this, you've got to head into the middle of the game with your six pieces of the pie. You've got to answer the right question to win the game. Now, I relate this back to business because most business owners, especially trade business owners, we run around the outside of the board. We don't actually collect all the pieces of the pie. Things aren't going so well in business. You're stressed. You're struggling. And you think to yourself, well, I've just got to win the game. So I've got to employ more staff. I've got to mark it harder and you try and go to the middle of the board and you try and win the game, but you may only have two or three pieces of the pie and those pieces of the pie could only be 25% done. You've got to get your business model right. You've got to run around the outside. You've got to get all six pieces of the pie at 100%. Once you've done that, you've got your business model right. You get into the middle of the game and you will definitely win. And we've been teaching this to trade business owners for well over 10 years and they've been getting some incredible results. Andy and I have experienced the lows of business ownership, but we've come out the other side stronger because of it. And because of that, we thought there was no better way to start this first podcast than sharing our story. Yes, I started my business in 1999, Dr. Drip Plumbing, and we were an incredible business. But like most of us, I started as a one-man show with my van and my tools, and I drove down the road and tried to find as much work as I could. And over the years, we grew extremely rapidly. At our peak, we had 17 tradies and eight vehicles on the road, and life was really good. And I really built my business around ego, really. And as the money came in the door, we had the best trucks, we had the best jetters, we had the best cameras, we had the best excavators, everything was the best. We had the best uniforms. And we also had this big warehouse in the center of Sydney that said, Dr. Drip. And I walked around with that real sense that I was bigger and better than everyone else. And even that wore off to my tradies out in the field. And we were extremely profitable. We were a great business. Everything was running 100% fine. And we were really from the outside, you know, past bosses and friends were like, you're absolutely killing it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But then all of a sudden, we'd grown so quick, things just started to go a bit wrong and the wheels started to fall off. And what we realized looking back on it was our business model was completely wrong. We went from making $50,000 a month profit to $50,000 a month loss. We had outstandings of $188,000. You know, all of a sudden, that big ego of mine was starting to shrink. I had no control. You know, back then, we didn't have job management systems. We were using these yellow job cards, and I had a pile of them in front of me, and everything was just out of control. We had customers ringing saying, you haven't invoiced us, and I'd be like, oh my God, where is that card? We're losing things. It was completely out of control. 
I had the phone stuck to my head 24-7, seven days a week. I'd start in the morning at 6am, I'd finish at 8pm at night. And then even when I did come home, I'd sit on the coffee table and still do work. You know, it was unbelievable. And it just came to that point where people were still looking from the outside and thinking that we were so good. And I just didn't really know what to do. I just thought that I just had to work harder and I'd put in more hours and I'd start earlier and I'd work later. And I was just in this real spot that just really started to be crushing around me. But when it really hit breaking point was the day that I arrived home late one night and Anne said to me, you know what? I have had enough. I said, what? You've had enough? And I straight away turned into a fit of rage. I thought, how dare you? How dare you say you've had enough? I've done everything for this family. I work like 150 hours a week. I do everything. We live in a nice house. I've worked my ass off. I've put so much work into the business and you just think that's it? Oh, and you know what? You know, Dr. Drip was my baby and she was calling my baby freaking ugly and I absolutely hated it. I walked out and yes, I did throw a few words towards Anne's as I walked out the door, which I'm not proud of. And I walked away and I really didn't come back for 24 hours. I sat up on the headland and it's a place that I've always gone to think. And I thought, how dare you? I work so hard. I work so hard. And through the tears, to be honest, I started to realize this sort of right. Am I really happy? Is this the business that we want now. You know, we've come from such high highs and now we're going to such low lows and I really don't know how to get out of this position. And after a 24-hour period, I, I decided to finally go home with my tail between my legs and I said to Ange, you know what? I'm really sorry and I 100% agree with what you're saying. What Ange didn't know though was that I was taking money out of our mortgage to pay our staff. I was manipulating our numbers to, to make it look better. I was sitting down with my accountant in a panic with my, you know, my head in my hands and he's saying, what the hell has happened in this business? And I just really didn't know. And I don't know if any of you out there have been in this position, but it comes to a point where there's so much going on in your head that it's almost blank. And your head is throbbing because there's so much going in your head, but you just physically can't think. And I think at that time now, and that's the time when most people really need help. I would say that is definitely my darkest day. So I went back to Ange and I said, you're right, darling, but I just, and I was crying, I don't know how to fix that. And that was a real Looking back on that, that was such a big thing for me to go to my wife, someone that I provided for for so many years to go, I'm stuffed here and I, I just don't know the answer. So I thought to myself, what am I going to do? So I, I went to my brother and he's a great businessman in his own right. And I sat down with him. He's like, hey, mate, how are you going? You know, what's this all about? You want to come up for a coffee? And I sat down with him and said, I'm in, I'm in trouble. He's like, why? And I said, oh, business is this not running the way it should and, and financially I'm losing money. And he's like, oh, really? So he listened to me for about five minutes. He goes, you know what, Andy? You're one of the best entrepreneurial business owners I know. He said, you'll be right. Just get back out there, get back on the horse and you'll make it work. And I walked away from that coffee thinking, 
oh my God, I am here crying out for help. And people were just pushing me away. So I went to a past boss and I said to him, how are you going? He goes, oh yeah, I'm great. He said, but what about you? You are killing it. Everyone in the industry is talking about you and your business and how far you've grown. You're killing it. And I turned to him, I said, well, it looks great on the outside, but on the inside, I've got some real big challenges. And he edged as close as he could to me with a massive grin on his face. He's like, oh really? What? The grass isn't always greener. And I thought, F you, mate. Like, seriously, I'm coming to you for help. Do not run it in my face. And it's the next sentence that sent me off. And he said, there's always a job here for you, Andy, if you like. And I thought, how dare you put me into that? So I walked away again and I just was like, I have no one to turn to. I looked in the arena for trade business coaches and someone that could help me in business and there was none. But we did realize, didn't we, Anne, that education was key. And when I came to you, you were my rock then. It went from I was always your rock to me really being <laughs> the one in tears and, and you saying, okay, this is how we're going to fix it. We actually realized that everything started from the truth. It was a really interesting conversation. And I liken it to actually, you know, looking at this, we're starting at A and we're trying to get to B. And our conversation first had to be, well, what's 12 months look like? You know, some people say you should look at maybe two years away, five years away. But I was like, you know what? We just need to know what 12 months looks like. And we said, okay, here are our options. We can either close the business down. We can move away to a place where no one knows us or... This business actually is a wicked business. It just seems to have fallen apart. Plus, we had a team of 17, had married, children, mortgages, and we had a responsibility. So it started with us telling the truth. We actually had to write down, you know, everything that Annie had been doing. We needed to look at all the finances, understand where all the money was. We sat with our accountant and stripped line by line. We had to look at every single one of our tradies and say, if you had to stop this business today and re-employ your team tomorrow, which ones would we keep, you know, which ones would we hold on to? We literally ripped the part, the, the whole business to shreds. And when we actually understood where we wanted to get the business, because we knew it was going to take some work, but at least we knew that those late nights were actually going to be worth it. And I, I think the interesting thing is when we stripped the business back, and I just loved listening to what you were saying then, Ange, because you actually got tears in your eyes. It's still a memory that both of us, we talk about often, and it's a turning point of our life. And we both don't regret it. It's certainly something that happened and we're better for it. But we started to strip the business apart and it was amazing. Within that next month, I'd taken, we'd taken $300,000 worth of expenses. We were a multi-million dollar business and we cut our our expenses by 300,000. I think that's a lesson to everyone learning out there. It doesn't matter if you're a one-man show or you've got a big team. There's so much shit you've got in your business now that you're paying for on a weekly, monthly, yearly basis that you don't know. I would say that most people I'm listening that are listening right now, I could come into your business and probably strip $50,000 minimum of expenses out of your bottom line. So make sure you definitely check that. So once we actually realized that talking the truth, like understanding what we wanted to do, Annie and I rolled into, okay, we know what we want the business to look like, but how on earth do we get there? 
And that was a really interesting conversation because at the time there was no one, there was no like business coaches, for instance, that exclusively worked with trade. And we did put on a coach and within three months we were coaching him because he didn't understand business, which like- Especially trade business. Yeah, it was was awful. We just had our first daughter, our first baby, and we'd had her through IVF. So that was like a whole nother issue. So here I was at home and couldn't travel. And so Andy is the one that had to put his hand up to pretty much seek out the best of the best and would go to so many different training courses, you know, the best of the best in marketing, best of the best in PR, best in the best in people and systems. And we've spent over the years well over 300000 I'd probably say well over 500000 mm. now, you know, and it's the best money that we've ever spent because sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. And mm. and um, we talk about this, it's sort of like buying, you know, buying that speed and buying what other people have already created and it's a proven track record. And it was amazing. And, and due that period, within 13 months of us being at that point where I was crying and not in a great place, within 13 short months, we'd completely flipped the business around, hadn't we? And we're back on track. I remember the day that we literally sat down and reflected on the business and said, oh my God, this thing is just so different. We've actually achieved what we wanted. It looked completely different. We'd got the business to a point where it was profitable again. And Andy actually came to me one day and said, oh, I'm feeling a little lost. Like I don't really know what I'm doing in the business. I said, "What do you What do you mean?" <laughs> I thought you uh, I thought you wanted to get to a point that the business was epic and your ultimate goal was to actually get off the tools. That's what you wanted was not to be involved in the business every day. And you'd achieved it, and you didn't know what to do. Yeah, it was a really funny situation. And since then, I've had quite a few business owners talk to me about the same thing. You know, we completely systemized our business and structured our business. And near the end of that, I came into the office and our staff was like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, well, coming Mm. into work. And so what's going on? And they're like, oh, you don't need to know. And they were really pushing me away. So I went and sat in my office and I was like looking around going, okay, what am I going to do now? And I was really lost. And it was actually a real struggle that day. And yes, I went home and said to Ange, you know, I had a terrible day because no one wanted me anymore. And she said, but that's exactly what you wanted. And I said, I know. It's a really different position to be in when you can actually go on a family holiday. And for the very first time, Andy didn't have a phone stuck to his head the entire time. And he was actually really present with Hannah. And we would actually come back and the business was so streamlined and systemized and everything was profitable. And we would go, oh my God, this is just like a breath of fresh air. It's just so different. Yeah, it, it was. And I we just got the business back on track and it was amazing and Listen, we worked harder than we'd ever worked before, but we worked on the right things. Mm. And I think that's a really important message. You know, you can work hard all day long, but if you're working on the wrong things, you're just not getting the results. So it's the old saying, you know, don't work harder, work smarter. And we finally it switched. And with all the education and everything around us, we knew we were good business owners and I did know how to run a business. I just had to get that self-belief back in myself and get back to gym and get that ego going a bit and just believe. And, you know, we had the business, my family, everyone around us at stake. So we turned that around, as we mentioned, in a short 13 months and everything was going great, but I was a little bit lost. And at that time, I had a mate give me a call. Um, His name is Chen Tay. He's a mentor of mine from years ago. And he rang me and he said, so Andy, how's things going now? And, and I told him the story and what we've done. He goes, oh my God, that is just incredible. He goes, imagine how many trade business owners and contractors around Australia, New Zealand, around the world are in the same position you were in and want to get their life back. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's right. 
night. So we got off that phone call and it sort of finished at that. And, and I thought about it. The phone rang again about an hour later and he said, hey, Andy, I need you to fly up to the Gold Coast. And I was like, okay. He said, I want you to bring Ange. And I went, okay. I said, for how long? He goes, no, fly in at nine. You can leave at four. And I said, okay. I said, what are we going to talk about? He goes, I've got a new business venture for you. I said, okay. He said, it's going to cost you $7,000. Now that was 11 years ago. $7,000 with everything we'd been through was like a bucket loaded cash. It really was. I'm like, really? He goes, it'd be the best money you've ever spent. Just trust me. So I put 7,000 in his account and we traveled up there and we sat down in a hotel lobby and he presented to me pretty much what we do today, which is lifestyle trading. And a, a big shout out to my mate Chen Tay, an absolute superstar. This is how we started our business, lifestyle trading. It's pretty much that question, hey, well, why don't you teach them? Every trade business owner experiences the same thing you do. So no better person to actually be that person that leads from the front. A hundred percent. I think the thing that he mentioned as well that really resonated with you and I, Ange, is we didn't want any other trade business owner or contractor to go through the same heartache and struggle with their families. Because, you know, I'm, I'm just going to call it, you know, mental health and divorce rate in the construction game in Australia and around the world is absolutely terrible. And that is because you don't know what you don't know. That's a part of it. And we didn't want anyone to have the same challenges that we had, did we? Too many tradies just do this trial and error, right? Everyone seems to think that they know best, but like we've highlighted and through our own experiences and even on reflection of what Andy even did through TAFE, we totally realized that tradies just did not get taught how to be a successful business owner. So it was so cool to be able to implement that now through Lifestyle Tradie. This is what we do. This is where our passion is. There is nothing more fulfilling knowing that these guys can actually gain the profit that they want inside their business to actually gain control properly with their team and have everyone on side and actually get to a position where they actually do have time. You know, we talk about this topic of freedom and freedom actually means different things to different people. It's either people decide that they actually want to stay on the tools with their tradies, but they can honestly take time away, earn profit and come back to a streamlined business and it's like humming. Or they say, no, I actually do want to get off the tools and manage my team from above, but I want to be able to take time off whenever I want. And, you know, I think things are cushy and there's profit coming in. Or they say, actually, I'm really ready to set myself up to actually maybe sell the business or sit in that business passively and have someone else actually run that business. So freedom now is what's really critical to to arrive at this location. And this is what we're teaching trade business owners all the time. Yeah. And we look back now, we've helped thousands of trade business owners all around Australia and New Zealand. And I do look, and I've had many, many talks with especially the wives and no doubt, Ange, you mm. have as well and how we've saved their marriage. And I suppose there's two parts of every business and there's a lot of people that don't have a partner or a wife in the business and they say they never do and that's totally fine. And and there's some that want their wife or partner in the business. But when you work together as husband and wife in the same business, it certainly can be a challenge at times and there's certain ways you've got to deal with that. And yeah, because all the money's coming from just one business and you've got to be making sure that business is absolutely humming. So perhaps you guys out there even hear yourself through listening to our story. And what we want you to know is that there is a way to actually stop running on this rat wheel. We know because we've lived it. We've solved the problems now in our own trade business. And now and it's so about working more, So many other businesses, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So what's up next? 
So glad you asked. I want you to listen in as we've got some awesome business tools and ideas to share. Plus, we're joined by marketing experts, business entrepreneurs, and body language experts, to name a few. And if anything hits home and you want to chat about your personal situation, then I urge you to head to our website, lifestyletradie.com.au, and book a free strategy session with our team or with Andy. It'd be great to have a chat with you to actually understand what's going on inside your business and help you work out how to change your world. Yes, definitely. I'm definitely looking forward to having a chat with you all. And I hope the podcast we've got coming forward, you're in for a treat. It's going to be absolutely awesome. And we're so passionate about this and we're really looking forward and we've got a heap of incredible things lined up. So I hope you love it as well. So we'll catch you all very, very soon. See you then. Subscribe to The Tradie Show, Together in Trade Business Now, wherever you get your favourite podcasts. Rate and write us a review or check out the show notes at lifestyletradie.com.au forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Until next time, hell yeah.